welcome welcome to the canute exploration your topic in a podcast i'm your host canute white today we'll be looking at a number of things but the topic today is really creatively unique and aimed to encourage sports lovers to be optimistic as we continue to face restrictive measures during the COVID-19 pandemic. How can we participate in sports games as spectators, audience, or even players if we must distance ourselves six feet or more wash our hands and suppressed shouts of competitiveness with a mask covering our mouth mark you it must be done i'm not going against it but that's been a challenge for sports and the sports industry the question is whether we are being protected from sports, our sports being protected from us, let's say sport testing COVID positive. That is the topic for this episode of Canute's Exploration, your topic in a podcast. Later, we'll talk with Keisha Ailer. She will be our guest. She had dabbled into sport journalism. Therefore, she understands the impact of the pandemic on the lives of persons who are involved in sports. And spectators, audience, in Jamaica and around the world who are also affected by the pandemic and its impact on sports. Sport is as universal as the COVID-19 pandemic. However, the pandemic affecting sports in so many ways around the world question is is the pandemic affecting sports differently in different parts of the world well, I guess I might not answer that but it's something for you to think about think about that because it's critical it depends on the, the infrastructure depends on the utilities that different countries, different continent has in order to deal with the pandemic as it relates to sports. We'll be hearing from Keisha Hill about how sporting industry the sporting industry might be impacted during the post COVID nineteen In other words, 
What's the future of sports after COVID-19? One thing is sure, sports can never die. The Cambridge Dictionary defines sport as a game, competition, or activity needing physical effort and skill that is played or done according to rules for enjoyment and or as a job. Then can sport die? Think about it. I'd say no because we can create sport from anything that can be transformed into a game, competition or activity needing physical effort and skill that is played or done according to rules for enjoyment and or as a job. Simple. No doubt that many sports and players have lost revenues since the pandemic. Statista had reported that the potential loss of revenue for the NBA is approximately US $450 million. Statista also reported that the pandemic had hit the sports industry hard as many professional leagues worldwide were suspended and hundreds of thousands of jobs were at risk. Considering the definition for sports that I gave earlier, we should realize that sport is not only for enjoyment, but it's a job for many, many persons. The University of Maryland Medical Center suggested that the impact of the pandemic on sports affected all ages of young individuals for different reasons. However, children of high school ages, according to the university, were impacted in many ways. And that's something we have to understand. These children, they play sports as well, right? The center proposed that high school children use sports to reduce stress and control anxiety. However, many students use sports to earn college scholarships. The younger children, according to the center, see sports as a way to socialize and develop interpersonal skills. Therefore, the absence of sports in these children's lives can cause feelings of isolation. So there we see the psychological impact of the absence of sports. Sports still events during the pandemic. We have to encourage our children as much as we have to encourage other persons who are sport inclined. You are listening to Can You Exploration, your topic in a podcast. We talk to for and with the people. 
That's what we do best. I am Kenyut White, your host. I'll be speaking to Keisha Hill. Keisha is a long-time friend of mine. We went to Northern Caribbean University together. She did journalism during her first degree. Well, I did counseling my first degree and went on to do the Master of Science in Psychology at the same university. We were on the graduating class committee for that year when we both graduated with our first degree. Keisha Hill, welcome to Canute's Exploration. Your topic, our topic in a podcast. Keisha, how did you get involved in journalism? Interest in sports. I became interested in journalism first and foremost. I've always been a writer and I've been writing since I was a child. I started writing for the Venus Children's Zone many, many years ago while I was in primary school. And throughout primary and high school, I wrote for the Children's Zone. I also became involved in different radio programs. Uh, There was a KLAS radio station in my parish and we had different um, projects that I would participate in. And so I became fascinated with not just writing, but with the whole aura associated with being a journalist. I became involved in sports journalism by chance. I started out in news, which is hardcore news, with my then mentor, Glenroy Sinclair. And uh, he beckoned me into hardcore news. However, I went to complete my graduate studies. And when I returned to my place of employment, that was the Gleaner Company, Media Limited. At the time, it was just the Gleaner Company. I was positioned into sports. And being a sports-loving person, it became natural for me to be very active, not just in the role of being a journalist but also loving sports as well. It was fascinating for me because instead of, you know, the typical stereotype where females are, you know, males think males think that females do not know anything about sports and cannot understand the rudiments of the games and so on. For me the males actually took me under their wings. And for the number of years that I reported on sports, they were like my mentors. They guided me and they assisted me. And it was really fun. It was really fun doing sports. I can see you acknowledging that. Tell us about inspiring you and how that inspirational story can motivate, empower others. I grew up without both of my parents. Um, My mother and father were absent, but I grew up with my grandparents, my aunts and uncles, and they were very, very instrumental in 
the values and attitudes that I grew up with, and um, they inspired me to be successful. They were like, okay, it's not where you're coming from, but where you're going. I remember days walking without shoes, barefoot on the dirt road, because back in the country, we didn't have asphalted roads, they were dirt roads. Um, I had hand-me-down clothes from my aunts and uncles, but it didn't seem as if we were poor because we were happy. And at this point, to see where I'm in journalism, I'm a journalist for over 20 years, senior journalist, and I'm also a communications consultant, a motivational speaker, and I'm very happy that I held my head high, even throughout primary and high school, when you know you have peer pressure with other persons from different socioeconomical backgrounds. Even at um, university where you know you know persons were more well off than you. But I knew that I wanted to be successful and I knew I wanted to make a difference in the lives of individuals and I worked hard towards that. And today I can say I'm not where I want to be, but I'm happy to be where I am. You're listening to Ken Youth Exploration, your topic in a podcast, and we're speaking with sports journalists Keisha Hill Keisha tell us about the impact of the COVID-19 pandemic on sports on the sporting industry locally and globally how do you describe those impacts impact of the pandemic on sports. Let's look at it locally in Jamaica. Many of the sporting disciplines here have been postponed. We've had uh, the cancellation so far of the Premier League, the local schoolboy football program, which persons always anticipate each year. We have had um, the cancellation of Boys and Girls Champs, which is a global phenomenon where persons come from all over the world to come and watch and recruit our athletes. Uh, It's been daunting for many of the athletes, basically, who look forward to not just competing, but they also look forward to being recruited for some of the top universities. So that has been daunting, especially for those students who are in the lower socioeconomic backgrounds where recruiters come and take them to different universities overseas where they can go and assist, you know, play or participate in their sport to assist their families in the future. So it's been a difficult time for many athletes. And when you look at the financial aspect of it as well, a lot of these um, sport programs and um, events also brought in financing, not just for the athletes, but for the organizations. And that too has been dampened by the pandemic because the athletes have been unable to participate. There have been a few participating on the global stage where you've had some of our top athletes um, participating in the Diamond League. And um, in the latter part of this year, we've seen where cricket, um, athletics, football have been picking up and even boxing. Just recently, we had Mike Tyson fighting, and we see where Elaine Thompson 
was also participating in the Diamond League, Shelly and Fraser Price as well. Um, Usain Bolt, although retired, has been making waves on the social media networks same way. Um, he's also been doing a lot of projects. Um, it's been picking up, but in terms of the athletes being able to live viably, that has been a very um, low. In terms of training too, I've seen where sports administrators have been asking the government to allow some of the athletes to even participate because you know the gathering here is 10 per for the space in terms of social distancing. So the athletes are really unable to train. So I know sporting administrators have been asking for the government to lift or to uh, ease the ban so that some of these athletes are able to train, at least continue to train over the period so that when the pandemic eases, they are fully trained and equipped and can just go into their area of discipline and participate. Keisha, describe the image of the sport industry after the COVID-19 pandemic. The sports industry should rebound significantly. I mean, people overall love sports in general. Uh, notably, for example, when we're having, say, the Olympics or sports championships in Jamaica, if you notice the crime, there's not one shooting, no robbery, nothing reported in the media of any significance in terms of crime. So sports brings people together overall. And I think the industry will definitely rebound. And it is taking its small steps in rebounding because as you can see, even the English Premier League is on this morning. We have quite a bit of games schedule even though there are, there are not many um, spectators but it's continuing so we expect what I expect over the next couple of months that things will definitely pick up. I mean COVID is here to stay. Yes Keisha, COVID is gonna be here for a long time but we suggest that we wear a mask Wash our hands and keep the distance six feet apart as prescribed by your respective health authorities. Let us pause though to say condolence to the family and the friends of Argentina's World Cup football star Diego Maradona who died recently. Can you exploration would like to express condolence to the friends and the family of the football star? The COVID-19 impact on sports is affecting many people. Give us a sequential idea as produced in your mind of those categories of stakeholders most impacted? Well, a lot of persons, especially as it relates to children who depend on sporting activities for social interaction, 
stress relief and you know escape from the home um that's been a bit difficult for them uh psychologists are saying students and even children are depressed some are suffering from anxiety withdrawal symptoms withdrawal sy- syndrome um they're more angry but even even in the home or in the community where persons live students and even children can make the effort of doing activities in their home in their yard space on this on their avenues and so on where they live they can participate uh, they can come outside they can stretch they can run around their house they can have half an hour or even 30 minutes outside the yard playing because what is happening is that because of the pandemic a lot of persons are staying on the inside when they can actually go out in their yard spaces and exercise they can run around they can spend time outdoors not necessarily interacting with persons but they can come out because one of the things is that you don't want your body to get static where that is even difficult because once your body shuts down and you start having to move around again then you're gonna be extremely tired and it's gonna be hard to recover and to recuperate so you have to keep moving even to stand in your home and stand one place and walk even for 10 minutes until walk around your kitchen walk around your backyard walk around the house walk in your yard do something to get your blood flowing because once the pandemic is over or you have to go back out and you start moving you're gonna have problems i'm not sure i'm not sure about jamaica but experts here in the united states are saying that we may see some form of normalcy in spring 2022 that's a long time for sports considering loss of revenues in leagues such as the nba and nfl also leagues in jamaica what can be done in the meantime to cushion this impact of COVID-19 on sports and the sports industry? Sports in general is a means of getting persons together. You know, um, it's a social activity, it's an economic activity, it's an emotional activity, and most persons feel a sense of relief, they are stress-free and so on when they either participate or gather for an event. And um, despite the COVID pandemic, I think persons can continue, not on a large scale, but to keep healthy, watch their favorite sports, even reruns on the television or on their phones. A lot of persons are into social media. A lot of these um, sporting organizations are on social media. So, you know, there's not all doom and gloom in the industry. And I think persons can definitely partake of the activities in a fulsome way. Keisha Hill, no doubt empowered young girls who globally might have believed that their dreams are tied up in their struggles. You might have not seen your parents and had grown or still growing with grandma 
But it's not over, Keisha Hill told you. Our guest Keisha Hill had proven that fact, as well as showing the importance of hard work to sustain your dreams. On the other hand, sports lovers, sports will be back winning. Keisha Hill has faith in the full return of sports after COVID. She believes that return had started. Can you exploration? Your topic in the podcast believes with you, Keisha. Thank you again. Keisha is a motivational speaker, among other things. Contact us through Instagram at Can You Exploration or email wradio668 at gmail.com and we will be the middleman between you and Keisha. Thank you, Keisha. Join us again on Can You Exploration. Your topic in a podcast will be discussing yet another interesting topic that may be just right for you. It could be psychology, education, lifestyle, or just exploring the inspiring story of someone. Can You Exploration, your topic in a podcast. Please subscribe, rate, and comment. We are on many podcast platforms. Take care. Remember, wash your hands, keep your distance, and wear your mask to be COVID-sensitive and smart. Have a great week.